Do you travel for a living and struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle like I do? Or maybe you just struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle in general. This is the Road to Health podcast and I am Tamar, your host for this adventure. I travel for business often, which presents some challenges in terms of achieving and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and interview on my show to lose 40 pounds by June 1st, 2020. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that come from traveling for business, but by working on a few key areas of my mental and physical health, I'm managing to get healthier as I go. No one needs to take this journey alone. So if you struggle to make healthy choices on the road like I do, join me for this ride on the road to health. Well-traveled, well-lived. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Road to Health podcast. My name is Tamar, your host for this adventure, and we are well into 2020 now. And I'm just really enjoying how um, my journey has been going. I have been really just embracing it, all the changes that I've made, and it's really exciting, Um, especially in times, uh, you know, right now that people are struggling and people are fearful. I am even more so grateful that I am actually focusing on my health And, you know, not, I don't feel as though I need to share in that fear as much as, you know, maybe had you asked me eight or nine years ago when I was extremely overweight and I lived an incredibly unhealthy lifestyle, then yes, I may have been a little bit more full of fear, but I am just full of gratitude today that I can talk about health and I can talk about what I'm doing in my journey. And I really hope that it inspires others to to take their health seriously. So, um, you know, it's my journey has been going really well. I'm down 20 pounds now. And uh, by the time you hear this, it may be slightly more. So I'm well on my way to hitting my goal of 40 pounds by June of this year. And that's an exciting thing. So I'm just going to carry on. Who knows, I may, I will probably end up fluctuating a little bit here and there and making some mistakes. But for right now, I'm feeling really focused and really positive about everything. I want to start off quickly by giving a shout out to one of my listeners. Again, guys, I really appreciate when you leave feedback and reviews on Apple iTunes. It helps the show. And of course, it can help me get uh, guests to continue to come on and share their stories so you guys can hear um, what they have, what, you know, the experts have to say. This review comes from Council of One. It says, I can relate. Tamar tells it as real and as human as always. She is a relatable person, cuts no corners in telling you what her emotions are at the moment. I can relate to her podcast in a different sense, not only the travel, but I also relate in my own struggles and develop not only strategies to overcome them, but feel I am not alone. Tamar is passionate and personable about connecting with people with resources and truly cares about helping others and doesn't hesitate sharing her struggles, hoping to help you. Thank you, Tamar. Thank you, Council of One, for being so open and sharing and giving me your feedback. This is why I do this. I'm not out to, uh, 
you know, tell you guys that I'm the picture of perfect health because I certainly have not been. Um, I go through my periods of weakness as well, but I actually look at those times now as strength because, you know, anytime there's stuff going on in my life that's difficult, I look at that as an opportunity now to grow from it. And I am so grateful that I have this podcast to share this stuff with you guys. And thank you so much for the review. Something that I've been doing a lot of lately is interviews with some absolutely amazing people. I feel so fortunate and grateful that uh, to be part of this podcasting movement because the people that you actually get to converse with and share ideas with are absolutely amazing and Um, I just I feel grateful that I've been able to obtain their knowledge and their you know secrets to success and what they've been doing and just the fact that a lot of these people are just so passionate about sharing what's going on in their lives and you know spreading good positive messages and inspiration and I just absolutely love that. Uh, Today is no different. My guest is my friend Veronica Hugger. She is the host of a podcast called Fat Loss Success Stories. She is also a part of a program called Faster Way. And, you know, this is a clean eating. I'm going to let her describe it all, but it's a community. It's online and they can really help you uh, gain control over your health. If, you know, eating whole foods, clean eating is something that you're into or that you're interested in learning more about. I will leave Veronica's uh, contact information in the show notes, so make sure you check it out if you're interested. Um, You know, I love how she shares the fat loss success stories on our podcast from people who have been through the faster way and, you know, just to inspire others to take their own journey because it is possible. You just have to put your mind to it. So without further ado, check out my interview with Veronica. I really enjoyed our time hanging out. And I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Road to Health. Today, I'm really excited because I have Veronica Hugger. And she is the host of a podcast called Fat Loss Success Stories. And I love your show. Thank you so much for being here because highlighting fat loss success stories is super, super amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me to be on your podcast. No problem. I hope we can do this again because uh, we had a good chat before we started recording here and I always love (laughs) a good conversation. (laughs) We we are made from the same cloth, I think. (laughs) I think so. I would totally agree with you. So why don't you start off by telling us a bit about your story and what inspired you to actually start the podcast and got you to this point today? Okay. Uh, I've always been intrigued with nutrition and fitness and it started back in college when uh, my father was diagnosed with uh, bladder cancer and I went oh how did this happen I wanted to know what was the why between behind that and I just started learning more about good nutrition and how to eat and didn't realize but at the time what I was pretty overweight I was probably 40 pounds more than I am now and over a course of time and changing my food habits, I was able to um, maintain my weight, get some good exercise in, and then I turned 50 and entered <laughs> menopause. 
And when I was able to control my weight, it was no problem. I knew what I needed to do. If I wanted to drop a few pounds, I would just tighten up my eating or exercise a little bit more. But as the menopausal weight gain started creeping up and my body started changing and I started eating less and exercising more, I was not going in the direction that I wanted to go into. In fact, the trajectory was the opposite. And it became very frustrating because you, you can't deprive yourself and exercise all day long. It's not sustainable. And seriously, the week before I decided to go on the faster way, I basically subscribed to the mantra that this is not going to go away. I'm just going to have to live with this fat gain and maybe you know, I'm just not going to be the same size the rest of my life. I, maybe I have to give up the fight. And before I gave up the fight, I decided to try the faster way. The faster way was being uh, promoted and run by the owner of my local gym. And she had been doing it as a coach for about eight months till I finally said, okay, Lee, I will join the faster way. <laughs> I will give it one more try to see if this really works. So I had a goal. My goal was to stop the trajectory. So basically, if you can get me on this program and I can control this mid body fat, this body fat that I was gaining, um, then, then I will do it. Well, when on the program, which is basically a six week starter program where you learn the strategies of good nutrition and effective exercise. So you're taking on tiny new habits. One week, you're going to learn about whole food nutrition. Next week, you're going to learn about intermittent fasting and adopting that into your schedule. Then you're going to learn about high-intensity interval training and carb cycling, what to eat when and how to exercise when you're eating that certain uh, feeding style. And then you're going to learn more about strength training and building muscle, lean muscle, because as you're burning fat, you're burning fat, but a muscle's not going to appear. So not only are you burning fat by this process, but you're also building more lean muscle tissue to protect your, your bones and your joints and to help with the sustainability of a good, healthy life. So it's really changing the way you live. It's a lifestyle change. And even though I was practicing good whole food nutrition, I was already doing plant-based diet, always already doing gluten-free and dairy-free, but that wasn't working for me. There was something missing, something else I had to add or take away. And what I needed to add to it was actually more food. I was under eating. I was depriving myself of the nutrients that I needed to sustain my life, my daily functions. And I was exercising too much or not properly enough. So this taught me how to exercise extremely efficiently. I, we only work out five days a week, 30 minutes a day. So it's very easy to find the time to do what you need to do. And there are all, all these other concepts that are in the program that bit by bit, you doing them gives you the total package. But if you happen to not be able to do a workout, or maybe you need to uh, you know, not 
intermittent fast because your schedule's not working for you. If you don't all the components, it's still going to work for you. There's still that support. So um, after succeeding on this program, basically my measurement of success was to stop the trajectory. I stopped the trajectory. I lost the belly fat. I started getting, I, I lost the muffin top. I got more definition in my abs. I got strength in my upper body. And then I started losing weight in my thighs, which I thought I never would be able to do. <laughs> but then... Because on the faster way, we don't worry about what the scale says. The, mm -hmm. the, the, the scale is not an indicator of success. We have other non-scale victories. So I had a non-scale victory of losing the fat. Then I started getting exterior messages. Exterior messages like my husband saying, you're sleeping better. Other people telling me, your, your face, your, your skin looks great. Your hair looks better. I mean, I go to my hairstylist and he's like, your hair looks in really good shape. <laughs> so all these non-scale victories are other indicators of success. Now, when you experience something like this, that is so life-changing, you want to tell the world. Yes, and at the same, exactly. You want to shout it off, <laughs> off the top of the roofs. And at the same time, I was exploring podcasts and listening to everything I could about every subject that I loved. And I'm listening to one podcast that a friend of mine does. And I'm like, I know exactly how she's doing this. I know how she's doing this because she's not striving for perfection. And that is a mantra of the faster way progress over perfection. And I'm like, if I can release my perfection you know, tendencies, I think I could do a podcast. And if I wouldn't, if I was going to do a podcast, I would do it about the faster way. And I would do it by sharing the stories of other people who are doing it because there was one person in the faster way who shared her story with me. And that was my aha moment. That was the, the impetus that said, Veronica, you need to try this. You need to give this one last shot. And I think that stories have the power to not only educate you, but encourage you and to transform you. And so uh, in, a, in a former lifetime, I was uh, very involved in the scrapbooking industry. And scrapbooking is all about storytelling in a creative manner. Well, now I'm telling stories in a different creative manner. The medium just happens to be audio. So that's how I got involved with my podcast. Right. And I love how one of the things you said earlier was about calories. Um, cause there's so much different information out there and you know, this, what you're doing to try and inspire other people. I love that. And that's the concept of my show is mm -hmm. I want to share my journey and I want to be real because I am going to be heading into menopause soon. Oh, and yay. yeah, I know I'm super excited. My mom hit it really early, I think at 44 and I just turned 44. So I'm a little mm -hmm. nervous, okay. but you know, it's that mindset and the sharing with people like, Hey, you know what? I've been through this and I can relate and you're not alone anymore. Um, but you know, with the calories, so many people that I talk to try to mm -hmm. deprive themselves of mm -hmm. calories. It's like, no, I'm only going to eat 1200 calories a day, not realizing that if you actually ate more, your metabolism would be faster. Um, so in the program, how do you determine what, um, what would be a good base point in calorie wise? I mean, I know it, it depends on the individual, but how do you guys determine that? 
That's a great question. Um, first of all, it, it's, it's getting rid of that mindset that if you eat less and exercise or move more is going to benefit you when actually it's the opposite. It's you need to feed your body right what it needs. I would estimate that I was probably consuming 900 to 1,000 calories, wow. about 1,000 calories a day before I joined this program. Right now, I am eating 1,500 cal- calories a day. That's wow. what my goal is. My goal. That's the thing about this program. It's not about how much you don't eat. It's about getting enough of the macros that you need so you're always having the struggle of eating enough. That's mm-hmm. probably the number one complaint about this. I have to eat so much food. There's so <laughs> much food. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. It, it, and, and, and I'm like, oh, I got to get my protein in. So that for me right now uh, is a struggle. And a lot of people do have that problem. But I like to take um, the negative and make it a positive. The positive is I've got for so many foods that I was depriving myself of before. Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to say, no, I don't want to eat this because, you know, it, it, too many calories or too many fat. No, this is completely opposite. You are exploring new foods. And I like to say that on the faster way, I may have lost fat, but I gained a greater sense and respect for food. Mm-hmm. I, I, I now no longer fear food. Before I was, it was such a burden, a chore to decide what to eat because I only saw the negative in the food. Now I see the positive in the food. I actually see food as fuel instead right. of an enemy. So anyway, how they, we use this app called um, My Fitness Pal. It's a free app uh, actually made by Under Armour. It's extremely powerful. But what we do is you weigh yourself at the beginning of the program. And then you forget about the scale. Go ahead and throw away the scale. You're using yeah. that starter weight to identify how many macros you're going to need. And macros are uh, carbohydrates, fats, and protein. And we start on a, on a basic default ratio of 45% carbs, 20, 25%, let's see, hold on, 20% <laughs> and 30% fat, 25%. It's all in the app, so I never yeah. remember, remember it. And then, so you have this ratio that you use, and then based on um, that in your weight, the app computes how much, how many calories you need to consume and based on the other perimeters that you put into the app. So now you've got your numbers and everybody is different. So it's not saying, you know, you have to meet this amount. Everybody is a little bit different based on what your goals are. So at the beginning of the program, I wanted to lose fat. I've lost my fat. Now my macros are changed ratio wise because I'm focused on strength now. So I need to eat more protein. But anyway, everybody's macros are a little bit different depending on what their goals are. And the goal is to meet those macros five days out of the week Mm -hmm. because the other two days of the week, two consecutive days, we're doing something called carb cycling, which I think is the really the, the secret to the fat loss. And that is where we lower our carb intake to 50 net grams of carbs. Mm -hmm. So it's number of carbs that you eat minus fiber. You want to keep that at 50. So you're going to up your fat intake. So even though it's called a low carb day, I like to call it the avocado and nut day. (laughs) That's when I eat all my avocados and my nuts. And during those days, (laughs) we do high intensity interval training. 
-hmm. and all our workouts are 30 minutes or less. And that is when in high intensity interval training, I'm sure you know this, is that you're elevating the heart rate to a certain range and then letting it rest and then elevating it in short spurts. Right. And what that does is helps you, and that and the carb cycling, it lowers your glycogen stores. So your, your glycogen is your stored carbohydrates in your system. What that does with intermittent fasting, it lowers your glycogen stores and then you're able to tap into your fat stores. Mm-hmm. So instead of the first line of, of offense is, uh, is eating up your glycogen, now you got into your fats and you start burning your body fat. Mm-hmm. So those two days are important to be consecutive. The other three days that we work out, one day is full body. Second day is focusing on upper body and back because our back muscles are really big and we want big our muscles to uh, be lean back there. And then our hardest day is the leg day. Mm -hmm. And on leg day, that's what we reserve for our treat. So everybody (laughs) has their favorite treat. And that is the day that you, because you've worked so hard, you need to be able to satisfy yourself with a treat. As long as it's within your macros, we encourage that. The other two days of the week are very important. Those are the days we use for rest. Our bodies need rest. So that's when we're focusing on um, maybe some yoga or stretching or go on a walk or on my rest days, I don't do anything. I just, <laughs> I rest. Yeah. I, 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 I take a break. My mind takes a break. My body takes a break. And another thing, the rest is so important to this program that we have what we call the, the faster way pyramid at the base of the pyramid is the most important thing. And the, the, the thing at the top of the pyramid is the least important. The most important base in that pyramid is rest. Oh, and then the sure. second most important, yeah, the second most, and we do that not only through our weekly schedule of two days of rest, but we also practice intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. And that is where you are identifying a window of time that you eat and then a separate window of time where you fast, where you don't eat anything. And we start with a 12-12 cycle. So 12 hours not eating, 12 hours eating. And that's easy to do because hopefully you're getting eight hours of sleep. So exactly. it, helps you cut back, it helps you cut back on that late night snacking. It helps eliminate what you need to do in the morning. So instead of focusing on and juggling breakfast with getting ready and doing things that you need to do in a busy morning, you can eliminate that. And then just focus on the 12 hours that you, when you do eat your feeding window, you're focusing on getting your whole food nutrition. And that is the next step in the pyramid. So we focus on whole food nutrition. If it comes from a mother or the ground, it's fair game. Mm-hmm. We eliminate gluten and dairy because those are the two greatest inflammatories. So uh, right there, the rules are very simple. Everything else you can eat. We focus on whole grains, quinoa, brown rice, and, and whole foods like sweet potatoes. So we get good carbs on our carb day. We focus right. on that. We shy away from the pancakes and the bread. Those are the bad carbs. So you, know, you can they're have very, good carbs. They're evil. <laughs> they're addictive. Oh, they're addictive yeah. because they're, they're turning into sugar in your body and sugar is the most an addictive element. So uh, I'm sure you know that. Mm-hmm. So you want the nutrition dense carbs that are found, uh, nutrition dense carbs that are found in whole foods that are not processed. So we're avoiding processed foods and focusing on, and that in itself 
is life-changing for most people. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that I've, some people that I've interviewed that have been on the faster way, they have never known what good nutrition is. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they don't know the benefits of whole food nutrition or how bad processed food is. Uh, That's just how they were raised and they just didn't learn otherwise. So for many, many people, the program for them is learning how to eat right. Mm-hmm. Because you can tell somebody all day long, you, that's good, this is bad. But unless you have somebody that can hold your hand and tell you, you know, we've got meal plans for you, we've got encouragement for you, we've got people that can answer your questions, learning that step-by-step and building that tiny habit that a lot of people need to do that in this program. So right there, you've got a coach because that's how the program is implemented. Basically in the six week program, you are met, you are matched with a coach who's certified in this. You meet in a small group on Facebook and for six weeks you learn one-on-one how to implement these strategies. So uh, after the six weeks, like I did, I was like, I know how to eat now. I know how to exercise now. I'm on my own. I can do this. I don't need any help. Uh, that lasted about four or five months for me <laughs> because I realized that in these small groups, I was getting accountability. And I learned how important accountability is in this program. I didn't realize that um, it was important to somebody else that I was doing what I needed to do to keep myself healthy. So um, after the six weeks program, many people, they do go their own way, but we do offer a monthly membership. So you can join the community and get the uh, the daily workouts. We live stream the workouts. Uh, You get the community, you get um, the meal plans. You also are able to schedule one-on-one conference calls with a coach who will help you go through any type of plateau you might be having, because sometimes you might have to adjust your macros. You might have to eat fewer carbs and eat more protein. So that, um, that help is available right then and there. Uh, so I'm getting ahead of myself, so I want to finish off what other things are <laughs> part of the platform. Um, so we did the high-intensity interval training and then the strength training to do that and then the rest. And then What's at the top of the pyramid that I was telling you about mm-hmm. is cardio because cardio does not really benefit you. It's not challenging you enough. And it's not, if you're trying to lose weight and lose fat or gain muscle, cardio is not going to get you there. Right. So, so, yeah. And I'm big on that. When I first, um, you know, almost eight years ago when I, I, you know, had my kind of life changing year, mm-hmm. I lost 75 mm. pounds and I was always so fixated on cardio and I got to do lots of cardio and my trainer, cause I hired a trainer finally and said, okay, I can't do this alone. Right. And right. she's like, don't worry about the cardio as much as you're going to worry about the weight training. And so I shifted that mentality and started really focusing on lifting heavier and not mm-hmm. realizing I'm not going to get big and bulky because, you know, unless I'm actually training for a competition, it's not going to happen. Or on testosterone. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. Do you see? But, you know, it's to get rid of that and then go, okay, I don't have to spend two hours in the gym anymore. You know, I, I might have done 10, 15 minutes of the elliptical every once in a while just to get a little bit more sweat on. But mm-hmm. um, I've really kind of stepped away from that. Or I might go for a walk if I want to do some cardio. But yeah, I 100% agree that it's kind of the last thing on your list. 
Well, if you want to do cardio, do high intensity interval training. Exactly. And it's so quick. That's more beneficial. Yes. It's so quick. I mean, think about the people that are spending hours on that, car, on that <sighs> stupid treadmill going nowhere. Right. I know. So, uh, <laughs> I don't but, have time for that. No, I, and I don't either. I mean, I have to try and squeeze as much into a day as I can, especially with traveling. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the community aspect and the workouts um, because I think they kind of go hand in hand. It's that accountability, like you said, and doing the videos. So for my target audience is, you know, people who travel for business and are kind of stuck for time sometimes, but mm-hmm. how could um, being in this program help them when they're on the road? And can you do workouts from your hotel room, for example, stuff like that? Great question. And yes, you can, because I've, I've been on a couple of trips uh, since really sticking to the program. Um, I did a one week trip and then I did a weekend trip and both times I made sure that the hotel had a gym, had no idea what kind of equipment was going to be in the gym, but at least that was more, it, 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 more of a, a motivation to mm-hmm. get the workout in. Uh, and what happens is that we have an app. The Faster Way has an app. So every day there's a, a workout, but we also have a, a digital portal. So mm-hmm. all the workouts are saved on this portal that you can access. So if you want to pull up a hit, because you, know, you don't have to stick to the same program day to day that the rest of the community does. Mm-hmm. For example, I don't stick to the program. They do uh, their carb cycling a Monday and Tuesday, I do mine on Sunday and Monday and mm-hmm. I rest on Tuesday. They rest on Sunday and Friday. I right. rest on Tuesday and Saturday. So it's very flexible. So what I did when I was traveling, I was like, I can select, okay, I got a plan. You need a plan. Plan what days I'm going to do my rest because that's most important. And what I did was I decided to do my rest on my travel days. Mm-hmm. I've got packing to do and going in and out of a hotel and six hours in the car to drive there or whatever. I don't want to have to worry about trying to get my workout in. So I picked those travel days as my rest days. And then I was able to put in two consecutive days as my high intensity interval training. And then I was able to do the other strength training, whatever days I wanted to. So I just pull it up on the app or on the portal and I take it down to the gym and, and work it out and work on it. And I tell you what, uh, when I was in Cancun, I went to the gym at the, at the resort and I was doing the workout. You just focused on it. You got your earbuds in. Somebody said, wow, what you're doing right there, that's intense. I'm like, yeah, those are, those are surrender squats. He's like, those are cool. And he was really buff. He was a former bodybuilder. He's like, those are really cool. And then I went to um, uh, New Orleans and I was working out there. And, and then somebody says, I saw what you were doing. You were intense. You knew what you were doing and you got it done. I said, that's because I'm following this, this app this community that the programming is so tight. I mean, you get in there, it's 30 minutes. Sometimes it's 24 minutes. You get your workout done and you're finished. You just, you know, go take a shower and get on with your day. So, and and another thing is that there are some opportunities too. There's um, the communities. In addition to the main community, we have what are called lifestyle groups. Mm -hmm. And there's a, pregnant and breastfeeding group. There's menopause, well, over 50 group. That's the one I'm in. There's one for a uh, plant-based and vegan diet. 
but there's also one for shift workers and travelers. Mm -hmm. So you have a group of people that are following the faster way that are, have the same struggles as you getting your workouts in and getting your food in. Because I would think that getting the workouts in is a lot easier than getting your food in. Especially for, sure. for you. Because yeah. you're working. If you're yeah. on vacation, you can find a restaurant that will give you what you need. But if you're stuck in a convention center and you have that food court and that's the only food that's available to you and then you've got I know exactly how you feel because I, I I did that same thing but I think it would take some planning so my my approach to this if I was on the I'm on the faster way if I had a job like yours that you know, I had to get up early get the workout done I want to do the intermittent fasting I would have to be able to break my fast in a way that I probably would have to do from the from the trade shore trade show floor, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, do you intermittent fast? I do. Um, and I love it. It's been, okay. you know, not having to worry about breakfast has been a real game changer for me. So, you know, it's just one less stress in your day that you have to worry about. And I found, right. because I'm big on planning now, um, I like kind of mm -hmm. seeing where I'm going to go. I actually, this weekend, I'm going to sit down and find some restaurants that are close to me that I can use Uber Eats. Um, so I'll order it just before I get back to the hotel. So I don't have to think about it. I just already know what I'm going to order ahead of time. I know that it fits within my plan and that's a strategy that I use when I travel because it's super easy for me to do and lunch. I'll just kind of see what's in the area that I know I can get to, but of mm -hmm. course, trade shows that was a real challenge. I just got back from New Orleans in December and it, it was exactly what you said. You know, you have all these little food stands and nothing. Right is really that good for you. And I really right. struggled that trip. <laughs> right. I would think that if I was, I'm just thinking about it, probably what I would do is once you get to a location, find a grocery store mm -hmm. and buy some like uh, mandarin oranges. I would even bring, I would probably bring uh, protein powder and uh, collagen peptides because that will get you some protein really quickly. Right. Some, um, uh, oatmeal, buy some um, coconut or oat milk. If you have a microwave, you can make some oatmeal. But what you could do with that with some chia seeds is actually soak some overnight oats, oats so they don't have to be heated up. And I would take that to the convention floor. And then when you break your fast, there you have this really good, dense protein and carbohydrate delivery system right there yeah. to, that would take you through, you know, to your next when we are able, able to enjoy a sit down meal. So uh, I would probably go that way, but um, definitely planning. I never was a planner before and now I'm planning. It drives <laughs> my too. husband crazy. <laughs> hey, sweetie, what are we having for dinner tonight? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what I'm having for lunch. It's like, well, you mean I'm trying to plan my meal here. What I, you know, what should I eat? So um, that, that's a little bit different. So uh, yeah, but I've, I'm trying to learn how to plan a little bit better. And some people, they love meal plans. The meal, there are different meal plans offered every week, mm -hmm. both vegan and, and non-vegan. And I just haven't gotten there yet. That's just a benefit that I haven't been taking advantage of. But I tell you what, some people on, on the faster way, they live for those meal plans. Yeah. 
And I, you know, I, I've kind of fluctuated between both where I'd have the, I'd try a bunch of new things and I would get overwhelmed, of course, because I'm like, okay, this is too time consuming. And so I'd go back to the, just keep it simple, right? Keep it, mm-hmm. you stick to your certain food. So I'm trying to find a healthy balance now in between those two where I give myself a little bit more variety than I did before. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I'll stop by Whole, Food, Whole Foods. We don't have it in Canada. So I actually love going across the border because that's <sighs> primarily where I work. And it's uh-huh. the first thing I do usually in the evening. I'll go through yes. Whole Foods and I grab a bunch of snacks and stuff like that. So that's been a real lifesaver. But I try and keep things a little bit interesting, but simple at the same time, because for me, it is that addiction background and my relationship with food is still, I'm going to say it's incredibly volatile because I just went on holidays and we were talking about this earlier that, you know, as soon as I have, you know, um, tortillas or chips or anything like that, all the bad processed carbs, Mm -hmm. instantly my brain's like, I need more, you know? Uh And listening to a podcast, it was funny because um, I, I listened to a whole bunch of podcasts as I was getting my tan on. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one of them was, um, it put into perspective the whole, you know, people who are alcoholics like myself having a couple drinks a day and trying to, you know, do that consistently doesn't make any sense, right? So there's certain foods that I have to take out of my life, which are those bad carbohydrates, Mm -hmm. because I don't do well with them. I, you know, if I'm eating, you know, chicken and broccoli, like a really nice stir fry, say, and then... I'm not going to grab another piece of chicken later. I'm probably going to go for the noodles or I'm probably going to go for the bread. Like I could no. be completely stuffed, but still have those bad carbs after, you know? <laughs> so do you, do you try to stop when you're 80% full? I do. Um, I try to focus on eating slower now um, because of mm-hmm. course I'm so used to rushing through everything and grabbing right. a meal on the go. And so I'm, I'm, the whole goal of this podcast is to share my journey, be more vulnerable about how I feel, put it out there. And at least I'm Mm -hmm. discussing it. Right. And so I know that my relationship with food is definitely something I have to work on. Right. Right. So, and I, and I think with the progress over perfection mantra and a a big message also in the program is you got to give yourself some grace Mm -hmm. and you know, you, you're not going to be perfect every time. You just, you just, that's what I like about the weekly cycle. It's like, it, it's not like the whole 30, you're trying to get through whole, whole 30 days. It's you get through your week. How's your week? Oh, well, I worked out every time I was supposed to work out. That is success. You've got to focus on your successes. And I think being in the community, uh, being account- in accountability and knowing that if you didn't do something right, or the way that you wanted to do one week, you got the whole next week to try it over again. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it's, uh, you just put yourself back up and, and do it. And I, and also you, you and I had talked earlier about um, gratitude. I think gratitude, starting off with gratitude is important to realizing how damn lucky we are. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I, you know, thinking this past week. So the difference in my mindset, which I realized today is I recognize that what happened on my holidays was just kind of a a product of eating the foods that I was craving before. And I just kind of went wild. But today we got home last night. I'm not still going to eat in the past. I would have let that whole week 
throw me off, right? And as soon mm-hmm. as I get back from holidays, it's like, oh, well, it's the weekend now. It's okay. I can just continue on. I'll start Monday. But I don't have that um, mindset anymore. I have the, okay, you know what? One of the things that I did do right on my holiday was I, I kept almost, you know, um, I think there was maybe a couple days where I was a little bit short of my 16-hour window. I kept to my intermittent fasting. Right. So I could have had breakfast, you know, order in, do the room service, then go for the buffet, but I didn't. And so I look at this trip as it really was eye opening for me on the types of food and my relationship still with food. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I've incorporated these little habits that I still look at that as a win. You know, I'm, I -hmm. may not come, you know, out of it feeling fantastic and amazing, but mentally I feel good because I did have those little wins. You know, it wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that now today. Right. Well, I would think it'd be very important because for me, when I go on vacation, that's sort of a, oh, I'm on vacation so I can, I can do this. Mm-hmm. But if you're going, if you're traveling like you're doing, you're struggling so much. And so, um, if you happen to slip up while you're traveling, you give yourself some grace, you're giving yourself a little bit too much grace. So it's like, how do you tighten it up? Where do you, where do you tighten it up? Yeah. And it's that mindset, right? It's the, I wake up and I do my meditation still. I actually downloaded Mm -hmm. the app, the calm app. And Mm -hmm. I decided I'm going to pay for the membership because there's so many, there's a relationship with food meditation. So if I'd feel myself kind of craving stuff, I shouldn't, I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to do a quick 10 minute meditation. And, you know, I put my headset on when I'm lying by the pool and I would just do that. And then I was okay after. So just Uh recognizing when things are happening and using meditation and exercise. I mean, I didn't go to the gym when I was there, but we went for an hour walk every day, if not longer, we went for, Mm -hmm. you know, an hour swim one of the days. So it was just kind of in really trying to relax, like you said, because I believe right. rest is super important and giving myself that grace that it's like, okay, I'm not going to the gym, but you know what? I went for a two hour walk today. So there's nothing right. wrong with that. Right. 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 You, and the thing is, it, and that's what's so great about the programming of the workouts is that your body, the human body is always looking for efficiency. Mm-hmm. So when you get into a rut, that's when your body becomes less efficient. I mean, more, it becomes, uh, it, it, it gets into a rut and then it's not burning the calories that you need it to. So for you to switch up your workout so that you're having, you know, a, a walk or a run or, or a swim, it's, it's tricking your body up. So that's probably a, a beneficial thing for you. And that's why, you know, that's why it's so important to have rest is that so your body doesn't get used to everything. And th- that's another thing that when I, got off the starter program and I was doing my own thing. I said, okay, I know what they do in the workouts. So I just picked the, the workout, you know, the exercises that I like. I like, I like camera curls. I like lunges. I don't like this. So I'm not going to do that. Well, that gets your body into a rut and that's yeah. not helping your body. The, you need to do all over strengthening. So it's, it's just working everything that you need to, to keep those bones and those ligaments and the muscles working at their, at their high, high, the best way that they can, because tell you what, I know you're 44. The, the older you get, the more you start thinking about long term, Mm -hmm. you start thinking about what do I need to do now so that I feel this way 
20 years from now and 30 years from now, because that's, I want to be able to enjoy that time when my husband doesn't have to work like crazy and we get to go travel. And, you know, I want to be able to enjoy that. I want to be able to pick up grandkids. So I'm really looking at this as a long-term strategy Mm -hmm. and that's why it's more than just a diet. It's not a diet is the word. It's literally the word die with the letter T at the end of it. Oh, no, I know. I don't, it's, it's not a, terrible a diet. Word. <laughs> it's a terrible word. It's terrible. I catch lifestyle. myself saying it every once in a while. It's like diet. It's like, oh, don't say that. It's not, it should be a lifestyle. It's, it's nutrition. <laughs> it's nutrition. It's more positive. So, and that's what I think the big deal about the faster way. It's not a diet of deprivation. It's a lifestyle. I like to call it a health style. Right. To make it, because, you know, you, you, we talk about why and and you in Canada have the same problem we have here in the United States. We have an epidemic, a problem with diabetes and childhood obesity and the lowering of our, our lifespan. This is a big problem. Mm -hmm. And I can't go in and and change the school um, food system. I can't go in there and tell Coca-Cola to stop manufacturing this crappy cola and feeding it to our children. I, I can't do that. But what I can do is adopt a lifestyle that is sustainable, is scalable, and then I share it with other people. So that is why I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. And that's what I love about your show is I'm, you know, I know for myself personally, hearing from people who experience the same struggles I do, it inspires me to want to change and to do different things and to ask questions because I don't think we do enough of that. I, I think it's, we take all this information and we think, okay, yeah, that's correct. You know, because there's so much garbage out on the internet now. Um, oh, instead yeah. of asking, okay, why are you doing this? Why are you eating this way? And there's so like, okay, well, um, I don't know who, I think I was talking to Adam Shibley about it. Um, and I had first asked him, do you only do keto or do you only do eating clean? He goes, no. He goes, I wish that, you know, trainers would look at, you know, what's best for the client, you know, because everybody's different. You know, how about Mm -hmm. instead of focusing, you have to do this like you guys do, you know, you don't have to follow it exactly. You just, you have this support, you have this community and this, you know, lifestyle Mm -hmm. and it's not just one size fits all. Right, right. I, I ran into somebody, or I didn't run into him, that was on, on, the, um, on the community somewhere. I'm like, God, her macros are so different than mine. Well, because she's got a different goal. Yeah. She, yeah she's got a different age. She's got a different life, you know, you know, what she's worried about in her life. Like, oh, this is, like I said, it's sustainable, it's scalable, it's customizable. And it's something that once you get all the tools in your toolbox, you can fix anything. Yeah. So exactly. So and I, I'm I'm hoping this is a way to fix our problem with our our health our healthcare system our lack of healthcare in our systems. Oh I, yeah, I think you guys have a little bit differently than we do, but still, <laughs> I don't think it's much better. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I I love how you spread the message, and I think that's the really cool thing about podcasting is we all have this platform that we get to meet, like you and I met um, off the yeah. Buzzsprout community, right? And there's right. all these people mm-hmm. now I'm meeting and all they want to do is help people. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. their, their mission in life is to spread a, a good positive message. So um, 
I mean, this is the third, this is the third interview that I've given in three days. I gave a menopause interview uh, Wednesday. Yesterday, I gave an interview. uh, It was actually a business interview. Somebody over in England wanted to interview me. (laughs) So, uh, oh boy, I'm getting this word out. It's, it's, uh, and I love the connecting, you know, and, and, and the uh, sharing something that is so necessary and beneficial and Mm -hmm. important. Um, to everybody and to the world, to the world. Yeah, I know. I love that too. So if you were to highlight, I know you gave the, you know, the, um, the top things in the program, but if you were to list three to five key points, I say three to five, cause I know some people have more than three, <laughs> less than mm-hmm. five, but if you were to give us the top areas or tips or tricks that you would recommend to anybody traveling, trying to get healthy, what would those things be? Okay. Traveling. Um, probably the most important one would be rest mm-hmm. because you've got to be in the role that you're in. You have to be on. And, and another thing is that, I don't know if you've touched on this on other shows, but being with other people in airports, stuck on an airplane, you're more susceptible to getting sick. Yeah. And so you need, you need to, you need to work harder to be healthy. And I think rest has a lot to do with that. So, uh, get a good night's sleep and, uh, listen to your body when it says that you need to rest. Um, the second one would be whole food nutrition. Everybody will benefit with the whole food nutrition. Everybody's got to eat, you know, and if you're going to put it in your body, make sure it's the best thing for you, for your body. Mm-hmm. And, um, it is a lot more difficult to do it if you're doing trade shows and it's probably a lot easier when you're eating at the buffet at Cancun. <laughs> I can eat really well can. <laughs> it's really easy in Cancun. A lot of fresh foods. Um, and then the, uh, I'm going to go for four, but the, the third one would be try to develop a routine that includes exercise. Mm-hmm. Exercise will give you many more benefits than you realize. Uh, and it's not easy. You're going to have to start some type of habit and have some type of accountability system. And that would be the fourth thing is the community being out on the road. Um, it, it can be kind of lonely mm-hmm. and you, you can see what in the faster way, the faster way teaches you how to be healthy through coaching and community. And that community um, can't be overestimated. It is very important. And I would think that uh, being lonely out on the road, having somebody to find out, hey, did you get your macros in or ask if you got the workout in and and helping you along the way and giving you that incentive and giving you the cheering, being your cheerleader, uh, I think that's important. So those are the, those would be the the four things that I would, and, and the thing is, is that those are important. The faster way offers that so that there's some accountability and some structure, but even if you're not on the faster way, those would be the four things that, uh, you know, find some sense of community uh, and some kind of accountability. You know, reach right. out. Just like, just like you're doing in your podcast is you're offering help. And that's yeah. what we want to do. Yeah. We're nice I, people, you know? <laughs> we are nice people. <laughs> and yeah, I love the community aspect because you, I find that by kind of meeting up with all these people or not meeting actual podcasters, but we all kind of join these communities to get mm-hmm. knowledge from one another. But at the same time, I don't never feel lonely anymore. I can, you know, I'm 
heading out on Monday again for two weeks, but I know I'm not alone because I'm mm-hmm. letting my audience know, hey, I'm you know heading out on the road for two weeks and I'll be posting when I'm there. And I always feel so connected. And that's been, that's really been a, a big contributor towards my success. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've met a whole new set of people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, it's really neat. Uh, can I ask you a question? Of course can. Okay. Does your employer do anything to support you on the road with these issues? Um, they don't, but because I haven't asked, you know, um, my boss does know that I'm doing the podcast and he is, you know, he said, Hey, you know, give me your podcast details and I'm going to check it out. And he also used to travel a ton, but I know Mm -hmm. that it's the kind of company that if I told them that, um, they would definitely step in and help out. So I think because Mm -hmm. they know I'm self-sufficient and I like to be that connector and do my thing, um, they Mm -hmm. haven't stepped in, but yes, I'm sure if I asked, they would. (laughs) Because, you know, what about other people that do the work that you do? You know, I would think that if an employer is going to send you out, you know, out there to the wolves, it's like, what kind of a support system uh, do you need? I mean, uh, fortunately with the internet, you know, you can connect with loved ones and everything, but, uh, you know, I, I would be interested to see, you know, what employers are doing as far as providing, um, encouraging you to stay healthy while you're out on the road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully people are listening that do work with an outside sales team and they're like, Hey, you know what, maybe they can tune in or reach out to this person or that person. Cause ideally that's eventually, you know, I would love to help uh, a group of outside salespeople, you know, within my own organization, um, Mm. you know, kind of grow and develop not only on how to do better sales, because I think sales honestly is just a relationship thing and building that trust, but there's so much more to it, right? Like you said, staying on top of your game, feeling good. Um, I would eventually like it to get to that level where I, you know, take more of an inside role and help outside people, you know, kind of optimize their performance by being healthy. And I've talked to our VP of sales about it. And I just said, you know, I'd love one day once I've learned, um, because I just started doing outside sales um, Mm -hmm. in July, And I've traveled for business before, but now it's like I'm almost inspired to kind of learn the ropes, really get in there, find out how exhausting, because it can be grueling, and Mm -hmm. then helping other people down the road, you know, coming inside and helping that outside team kind of get healthy. And it's like, okay, here's what you're going to do. Like, let's follow this and see how your performance rates, you know, in this next couple months, that kind of thing. So yeah, I've got all these you, ideas. <laughs> you've just created a job for yourself. That is, you will be the coach to your outside sales team. Mm-hmm. That yep. is cool. Yeah. Eventually that that's what cool. I'd like to do, or even just help inspire the rest of the team, you know, people mm-hmm. who do have to travel for business, that kind of thing. Cause that's mm-hmm. really my goal here is to, you know, talk about my experience so that people can relate because I'm, you know, not that I've never been a super thin person, but I don't look at that. Like you said, the scale doesn't, doesn't share the whole story kind of thing. Um, Just inspiring by being honest and vulnerable and open and doing this journey with everybody. I would think that you, you would be more successful being more healthy as a salesperson, because that is that relationship. That's that image like, oh, this person's really healthy and, and enthusiastic and energetic. And 
I'm going to listen to them tell me more about their product and not be distracted by, oh, this person's overweight or doesn't look well or looks like he's really struggling. Or, you know, I would think that a healthy salesperson uh, improves the sale. Oh, for sure. Because it's, yeah. it's so grueling sometimes with the travel schedule and how, you know, I'm very fortunate because we don't have a ton of client dinners when I go out and visit during the day. So I do have the luxury of heading back to my hotel room in the evening and being able to relax and unwind. But a lot of people don't, you know, I've been on those trips where it's, you know, morning till evening and it's, you know, going out for beers after and, you know, having wings and it's a very, um, it can be a very really? gluttonous lifestyle, right? Yeah. And so that's something that I'm trying to avoid. And that's what inspired me to start this show is mm-hmm. I want to actually showcase that. And how do you help people, you know, kind of mitigate the damage that they're doing? And by connecting them with people such as yourself, I think that's helping a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just change the narrative to just change the routine. You know, we, you know, it, we don't do that anymore. We, we, we go work out together and that's how we network. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And now we can do it online. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if people want to get a hold of you and they're interested in, you know, checking out the faster way, how can they do that? The best way is go directly to my website, which is fatlosssuccessstories.com. On there, you see all the, um, all the episodes that are posted, just click on which one you want to listen to. At the top of the website, there are links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But uh, you know, just listen to a couple of stories with inspiration. I have some bonus episodes that do a, a, a more deep dive into each of the uh, different uh, aspects of the program. There's one on intermittent fasting, one on, on exercise, one on rest. So those are many episodes are about 10 minutes apart a piece mm-hmm. and uh, just listen to a couple of stories and uh, see if you can get inspired and uh, figure out where you want to go. I mean, uh, it all depends on what your why is, mm-hmm. you know, why are you doing what you're doing? And um, usually it has something to do with um, a loved one. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, it does and, for sure. Or, or, or not just necessarily yourself. So yeah, oh. for sure. So yes, everybody, please make sure you reach out. Um, I think this is such a big opportunity to connect with some really good people as well, uh, especially if you're traveling on the road. So Veronica, I really appreciate you coming on my show today and sharing your information. We may have to do another episode on menopause because I know I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know I have you know, um, a lot of women listeners that might not necessarily travel for business, but they like mm-hmm. the tips and tricks. So I think we might have to do a part two on that because that's oh, something yeah. I need more information on as well. And you know what? I really think it has to do with mindset. Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on my show. Thank you, Tamara. It's such a great time. Thanks. Me too. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I loved our conversation and our chat. We probably could have kept going on for another couple hours, but we'll save that for a second episode. Anyway, um, guys, 
I have, if you go to my website, www.theroadtohealth.me, I have a five tips to staying healthy on the road, which not only helps you on the road, but can also help you at home as well. So head on over to my website. If you click on the link, you can sign up for that. And then of course, you'll also get my updated weekly newsletter, which will provide upcoming episodes, interviews, some tips and tricks uh, that may help you. And I share a little bit more in depth of how my journey is going. So make sure you check out my website. And as always, if you have any ideas for the show, reach out info at theroadtohealth.me. And I would love to hear from you. And as always, guys, enjoy your travels and be safe out there. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Road to Health podcast. Of course, your support means the world to me. So if you like my show, make sure you hit subscribe so you can keep up to date and not miss out on a single episode. I love to hear from my listeners and get feedback. So if you have any ideas for future shows, make sure you send me an email at info at theroadtohealth.me and be sure to check out my website, www.theroadtohealth.me where you can sign up to receive the latest news as well as get a free copy of my five tips to staying healthy on the road. You can also find all my social media links there and email information, so make sure you reach out. And until next time, enjoy your travels.